Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and we welcome everybody to the Tech Watch. And Christy, hello, we thank you for all that you're doing, and we know that John Carr is your special guest today, but as you both sitting there, I just want to bless you with the love of the Lord, and I declare that Father God is your very wonderful and great strength, and, and that he continues to strengthen and refresh you, and bless you in every way that you need it, because he's your wonderful Jehovah Jireh. So now I hand over to you, Christy. God bless you. Thank you, Alison. Yeah, thank you all for joining us. And we're excited for what the Lord has for the next 55 minutes or so. I am really excited to see, yeah, just what the Lord has John to share with us tonight. So John and I first met as coworkers and when we were both working inside of Facebook. And I'll never forget, I had been praying for months believing in faith that God had just brought some people who were really sold out for the Lord into our executive and leadership team inside of Facebook. And I had yet to meet someone and I just believed in faith. I know God has his children everywhere. And so I just said, God, I know you have one. And the Lord sent me to the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. And I was in the coffee shop and I'm like on my way to a table and the Lord says, turn around, I need you to go talk to someone. And so I turn around and I start talking to this man and sure enough, long story short, it was someone from Austin, Texas who knew John Carr. And so immediately when he learned I worked at Facebook, he said, oh, you have to meet John Carr. And I said, who's John Carr? And so that's how we originally got connected. And when I met John, I literally, I wept after our first phone call because I just felt this is literally so many prayers answered to know God has sent someone like this. So then John and I both left Facebook and ended up reconnecting when the Lord divinely brought a group of people from tech to Kona, Hawaii, which is a whole nother testimony. Some of you have heard this. I think much in part because of this community's prayers and your intercession. And now John has stepped into his next assignment, which is the CEO of Safe Hello. And I'm going to let him talk about that in a moment. But I just, I'm going to pray for you, John, and then hand it over to you. Typically how we do this is we'll spend like the first, however long you want to take, you want to take the next 10, 15 minutes to share about really anything that's on your heart to inform these beautiful saints. They are coming in from all over the world and many of them spending a lot of time in intercession, some of them mobilizing and leading intercession teams and watches and watchmen all over the world in their nations all with beautiful hearts for the Lord and are really leaning in a supernatural way to what God is doing across the tech industry. And so typically then what will happen after you share for about 10 or 15 minutes, then God will just do what he does best through these beautiful ones and they will pray, they'll pray for you, they'll pray for whatever the Holy Spirit has. So does that sound like a good plan? Great, let me open us and I'll just pray for you. Father, thank you so much. God, I thank you that you're on your throne. I thank you that you do send your children into all sorts of unique assignments all over the world. 
And I thank you for my brother, John. God, I thank you for his obedience. I thank you for his family's obedience. I thank you that they are all in for you, Lord. And I thank you for just everything you've put in him for such a time as this. Holy Spirit, we welcome what you have for us tonight. And I pray that, um, yeah, you would just continue to speak through John. And we thank you for just the Holy Spirit's guidance in just really teaching us how to pray today. So we welcome you, God, on this call. I know your anointing knows no bounds. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit, on this Zoom. And we thank you for these beautiful ones who have signed in in the morning, in the evening, all sorts of hours all across the world to say yes to your invitation, God, to pray in what you want to do in an industry impacting 7 billion people around the world. So we just thank you for them, God. We thank you for their sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. And we welcome you to speak to us tonight, God, and teach us how to pray. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, John, feel free to unmute and then feel free to take it over. Unmute. The guy that's on video calls all day long, isn't. it's just at 10 o'clock at night for me. Yeah. So, yes, no, thank uh, you. listen, I'm, I was here several months ago. I actually don't remember where I was in the life cycle of this journey, but I'm just going to give a little, just continue a little bit on the background from what Christy showed. And I'm going to share a little bit of the raw history of me of Facebook. Christy was super sweet and said, we both left Facebook. I was fired from Facebook. I was an executive at Facebook and I fully believe, and I went into Facebook really literally, quite literally with the intent of Lord, if you want me to bring Christ to Facebook, I will do that. So I went in into my position at Facebook with the full intent of just living my life as who I am, including my faith, just being a face value Christ follower at Facebook. And my experience, and I don't know, I really don't know if it was like the Lord placed me on the team that was the most offended by him at Facebook. But I learned the week before I was fired that things like honoring women offended people. Asking people to order first at dinner offended people. Asking teammates to walk downstairs or go out of buildings ahead of me offended people. And that the people on my team had been taking note of that and keeping record of those things for almost 18 months. And it led to me being terminated for these sorts of things, which to me just seemed insane, crazy. Christy ended up inviting me to this meeting in Kona and my wife and I both prayed immediately after I was terminated and said, okay, Lord, if it wasn't Facebook, it must be something else. You must have some other assignment for me. What would that be? And I went to Kona in the moment, maybe even before I landed, I was on the plane, the prophecy over me started and too much to share in 10 minutes, but some of the words in Kona at the YWAM base there, Youth with a Mission base there were, John, you're going to build, I need you, I need you to build something bigger than you could imagine. You don't need to worry about what it is. I'm going to give you the blueprint. You don't need to worry about who the workers are. I'm going to send the workers. And what I knew in a separate prayer time is that I saw technology tearing people apart. If you, if any of you are on a Facebook platform or you know, that for me, the dichotomy of technology is so interesting. Here we are on a global watch meeting on Zoom, on a video platform that allows us to come together under the banner of God and pray together. And isn't that amazing that technology enables that? And at the same time, it enables grooming of children for sex trafficking, and it enables interference in elections, and it enables pornography addiction, and it, it enables so many things that are just so destructive. 
And so in a separate prayer time, the Lord just a very clear picture was, John, you've seen what technology can do to tear people apart. I need you to do something to bring, do something in technology to bring people together. And for me, that meant at scale. That meant when people in technology say at scale, that means not don't bring 10 people together. That means bring millions of people together, tens of millions of people together. And I had no idea what that meant. And then I went to Conan, there was this prophecy over me, and I still had no idea what it meant. And in May of last year, I was hired as chief operating officer of this technology company to build community. And I thought, okay, Lord, surely this is it. There's a new community platform. It's the founders of Christians bring people together. <clears throat> and that business failed. I actually was appointed CEO four months later. And then I ended up having to shut that business down because it just was not financially viable whatsoever. But we had this technology called Safe Hello. And I'll just, I'll show you what it is briefly. And I'll give you the construct of it briefly. But so in February of this year, we kicked off this new endeavor called Safe Hello. And I was actually, my senior staff are also believers, which is beautiful. So I can share my faith and I can share what I believe God wants to do through this business. And I can share what, that if we dedicate everything that we do to God, that means our success. That means our, everything that we're doing in this business to God, that he will, I believe he will bless it. And that prayer is our most powerful tool beyond our knowledge, beyond our know-how, beyond our wherewithal. The prayer is our most powerful tool in seeking God's wisdom in this journey. And Safe Hello, I will go through it, but Safe Hello is a very simple technology. It happens that we happen to own a patent on it. But in this world where our digital economy is expanding, where it actually allows two people to come together safely. So two people in the real world, whether you're getting into an Uber, whether you're doing an online date, whether you've done a marketplace transaction, whether you've done whatever it might be, we're trying to make that interaction a more safe human interaction. And I, again, I thought the call in my life, I thought was, okay, Lord, go build this community, this Christian-based community app that failed. I actually said to my staff, I said, gosh, that thing I thought was that God called me to bring people together, that thing failed. And the one person laying on my staff, he said, John, safe hello. That's literally what we're doing. We're trying to bring people together in the most literal way. It was a da, one of those things that are right in front of you. Let me share my screen real quick. Sherry, Chrissy, do you want to walk me through how to share my screen? I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> but you have had to tell me how to unmute three times so far. <laughs> You're doing great. This is awesome. So I'm just, we're actually oh, trying we to- we can see your text messages now. You're seeing text messages. I am. That's amazing. Let me go back and where's my unshare? This is amazing. Sorry, y'all. You're doing great. This is an amazing story. Raymond is noticing. It is an amazing story. God writes the best stories. Yes. Sorry, y'all. I literally do not see my unsure button. I'm trying to share my. Here, I'm going to stop your sharing. Thank you so much, Christy. You're welcome. Now share. you should be able to do it again. Now I will do exactly what I did last time and see if it works this time. Are you, you Now you see it. Now it's highlighted. Okay. Yep. You're great. So we're currently raising money for the business, actually. And I'm gonna, just going to share parts of our investor presentation with you. But the idea here is that the world is becoming more connected. We're using our phones to do almost everything in our lives. 
certainly in the US, but in, in most industrialized places in the world, <clears throat> right? We hail a car ride from our phone. We can have people come deliver groceries into our refrigerator. Walmart is doing that today. We have people come into our house to do service, paint rooms and install closets and fix uh, plumbing. We do online dating. 323 million people in the world are using online dating. And we're all doing that through a phone and through an app. And so all these apps have this amazing capability to connect us in commerce, but nobody, we've literally found virtually nobody on the planet is saying, okay, but are people safe during these transactions? Somebody goes and sells something on Marketplace, you enabled me to sell my couch or my violin or my bike, but I have no idea, Facebook has no idea if somebody got hurt, if somebody stole something, if nothing, we know nothing about the face-to-face -face interaction that happens after that commerce transaction. Some shock stats, and this is just, this is the piece of the technology we'll get to, but this I think is where I want us to pray into as a global community about technology being used for good. Just read some of the stats. 10% of sex offenders, 25% of rapists use online dating to find their victims. There were over 3,000 sexual assaults and Uber rides last year. 16,000 abductions, 100 murders, thousands of rapes committed by online predators. It's, it's astounding. And then there's some others about revenue loss. But when we talk about safety, the stats that are happening because predators are using these platforms to hurt each other, it's shocking and it's appalling. And so Safelo is saying, is there something that we can do about this? And so we're trying. So we're saying, what if every interaction were safe? What if we had some technology that allowed interaction to be safe and we had data to show that it were safe? So enter Safe Hello. I'm not going to go through much more of this pitch, but I do want to show you really quickly how our technology works. And I've just launched a quick little video. Let's let you see the video here. And so I can honestly say it's pretty cool to say that we are one of the first companies we know about that is trying to do something about online safety, about it's actually in reality, it's in real life, what we call IRL safety after an online transaction has been started. And my daily prayer really is, Lord, if we do this right, would we one day be able to demonstrate with data globally that we've somehow made human-to-human -human interactions more safe? What would that be like? And so that's our prayer as we go into building this business and what we're trying to do. And I don't think I'll, I can answer any questions about this. By the way, if anybody has three and a half million dollars you want to invest in the company, please just touch me offline. That's great. But in reality, what's on my heart as we go develop a technology like this and it's interesting, Christy and I have had this conversation before. We, we come at the technology sector from two different points of view. <clears throat> Just to be dead honest, I, look, I'm an executive in technology. I'm building technology. But I've seen such the dark side of what technology does. And I've seen what I believe is happening to families and relationships and marriages and so many things because of the dark use of technology that my prayer for technology companies, certainly like Safe Hello, but others at large, at scale, impacting the 7 billion people that Christy talked about, is that there would be a move of God, that there would be a move of peace and a move of purity across technology 
that would reverse the tide of destruction that I personally believe technology is causing. As somebody that that I believe is called to do what I'm doing in this industry where we're doing it, I just feel like the island is getting smaller and smaller. The incoming tide of destruction that that, that starts with the use of technology or is accelerated because of the use of technology is daunting and it's frightening. And my prayer, even now, I just take breath and a deep breath and say, Lord, what can we do? What can we do to change what eight-year-olds are looking at when they have a smartphone in their hand? What can we do for husbands that are looking at pornography? All these things, what can we do to change that story? So I think I'll pause there. And so you've seen a little bit about my company. We're one little company trying to do a little thing. I pray that we have an impact in dating. I pray that we have an impact in rideshare and all the places where bad things happen because we're creating some accountability and some traceability in that space. But my prayer, prayer for technology at large is that there would be a move of people that are trying to use it for good. Thank you, John. We love your mm -hmm. heart. And we're so grateful for you. One thing that I just want to remind everyone on, and many of you are very familiar with this, but just that someone like John and the Safe Hello team are not up against flesh and blood as they work on these projects. And already the mountains that you have to climb as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, building a new tech company, there are great hurdles to overcome. And then add to that a like very real spiritual war that wants nothing to do with shutting down the entities that we can't see. And that is where all of you and your prayers, honestly, can literally shift the atmosphere and completely shift the narrative for what technology is used for across the world. And again, John's, you heard John's prayer. We want technology to be used to advance the kingdom of God. And we believe that a praying church can absolutely do that. You might've heard us say this before in another call, but I'll say it again. The Roman roads, Rome was not friends to the gospel in the apostles day. However, the infrastructure of the Roman roads was used to advance the gospel across the known earth at the time. And so just like maybe most of the church would not see the technology industry as a friend to the gospel, we are believing a group of people and really an army of people who are stewarding these technology platforms are believing that it absolutely can and will be an infrastructure that God can use to both take the gospel to the ends of the earth, but not just the gospel of salvation. It's the gospel of the kingdom that will be preached to all nations and then the end will come. And so we believe establishing God's kingdom is in and through initiatives like what Safe Hello and other people are working on. And that's just, yeah, a reminder of the incredible opportunity and I believe exciting invitation that we each have as we pray with authority for this yeah. thing. Actually, Chrissy, I want to piggyback exactly on that. I think one of the things that God is doing, we what Christy started with YWAM, there's a partnership. I would say there's a deep fellowship between specifically myself and Sunil Park, who's the director of the YWAM base in Kona. But we continue to be in contact and the YWAM Kona University of the Nations is actually just beginning to create a technology curriculum. The beginnings of what would it do if, what would YWAM do if it were able to evolve to be a, a, an organization that doesn't just equip the individual with the gospel and send a person to a nation, but if we were able to take the army of workers that Christy mentioned in technology 
and actually equip YWAM, the ministry, to now use technology as that same, as a vehicle to go spread that, the good news of the gospel and the kingdom of heaven on earth. And technology to the point is we have the ability to reach so many more people so much quickly, so more, so much more quickly with technology. So that's a move that's happening. And one of my prayers as well, along with certainly the success of companies is that tech entrepreneurs, that tech workers, that people coming out of tech would see the missional opportunity to use their capability to build software, to build data, to build whatever they do to manage projects to advance the gospel. And in particular, and specific in, in Austin, something I've just recently been plugged into and I just continually ask, Lord, what is it? Is there is a community of people that are looking to build platforms to attach, to connect missionaries to missions, digital missionaries to digital missions. Here's missions work that needs to be done. Here is Here are digital missionaries, software engineers, project managers that have time, that want to invest. They're working on platforms to connect, connect those people so much right now synergy in the Austin Texas specific faith community of tech workers that are beginning to dream about this so nothing's really forming yet but really feel like God is he's thrown a bunch of stuff in a stew and we're waiting to see what comes out of it but we're talking about it and praying about it and waiting for God to move and show a clear picture but it's a very exciting time Yes, I agree. And I have to believe that it's been the prayers of this community globally that have honestly shifted so much. And yeah, we've just, we have been noticing huge shifts and things happening. So we're just grateful. So without further ado, I know you like to pray and I would love to transition into prayer. And let's go ahead, starting out maybe some like general prayers, however the Holy Spirit leads you. But if you want, if you have something specific for John, we'd love for you to lift up John in prayer. And so we can just do a popcorn style. You can just unmute and, and pray as the Holy Spirit leads. One thing to note, and I think this is really normally, I think this goes without saying on in this community, but just as a reminder, is we love to pray into the positive and speak life over this industry and speak and ask God for mercy. We tend to err on the side of asking for mercy. So just as just a reminder. And there, yeah. there is a quick question in the chat. I just want to Sure. Answer real quick. The question is, are, are we anchored in any way or connected in Israel? The answer is no. And I might say no, not yet, but we are not. Then pray for my son. <laughs> my son is working in tech, so. <laughs> okay. Oh, Esther, I'll, Esther, I'll send you my contact information. There's actually yeah. a group of us coming to Israel in October. There is a group coming with um, yeah. tech to you Israel. Know, I, was, I was talking to him to come to the Lord, back to the Lord. And just, he's, he was such a strong believer too. Let's go ahead. I'll start with, I've actually been, I've been weeping over the prodigals. So I'll start there because there are a lot of prodigals in tech. And so God, yeah. we thank you so much for Esther, God. And I thank you for the other praying parents on this call who are contending and believing in faith for their prodigal children. And yes, Lord, we do. We pray in faith, God, that you would bring these prodigal children into the spirit of adoption that they have been sealed with, 
that is their inheritance. They are sons and daughters. And so we believe in faith, God, that whatever lies they are giving into, whatever counterfeit the enemy has sold to them, that the counterfeits and lies would be exposed and they will come into alignment with the spirit of truth and they will walk in their inheritance as sons and daughters. And we just speak right now that they have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavens and the earth. And so do not settle for the counterfeits, but come into your inheritance as sons and daughters. And we specifically believe in faith right now for Esther's son who works in tech. God, I pray that you would raise up bold and wild lovers of Jesus in his workplace that would just surround him in every meeting and every team that he would have beautiful believers surrounding him that just can't help but talk about their love story with Jesus and invite him into back into his inheritance as a son. So we believe this in Jesus name. Margaret, feel free to go next. Yes, thank you. Last night we were praying with a group and they spoke about Isaiah 22, 22. This morning, Susan posted Isaiah 22, 22. And we are 22 participants. So can't run away from that. Father, I just want to thank you for John Carr and for Say Hello. And for me, this sounds very exciting. And Father, we just want to pray, according to Isaiah 22, 22, that you are the one who opens doors that no one can close. And you are the one that closes doors that no one can open. So, Father, we pray that you will open a door for safe hello to be not only successful, but also will be overturning the unsafe communications, Lord God, for our children, for, for, for every person, Father, that as John has said, that a lot of predators coming from unsafe communication. So, Father, we ask you to opening this door you will close that door of unsafe communication in the mighty name of Jesus for your children's sake and for your glory and for your kingdom purposes, Lord God, that it will also be used for, as he was speaking, into spreading the word in a safe way. Father, we ask you this in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you ahead of time for what you are doing through John and the tech people, Lord God, that Whatever has been meant for evil is going to be turned now for good in technology. In Jesus' name, amen.